This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Evening, nope. Uncle Armitage here once again, taking you through to the midnight hour. And I make no apology whatsoever by starting this week's episode off with a Motorhead track. Now, no doubt you'll hear on mainstream rock radio stations at least once a day. <laughs>
Actually, uh, Iron Fist probably doesn't get any airplay due to the uh, Sieg Heil cry at the beginning. Ace of Spades on the other hand, all the bloody time. Yes, it's a great song and all that, but if I never hear it ever again on the radio, it will be too soon. Planet Rock Tuesday morning were quite rightly exuding the virtues of Mohead and uninspiringly the song to emphasise this was yeah that's right Ace of Spades mind you Wednesday lunchtime Bomber did get a look in it seems like uh, at least once a year I say this but Mohead's latter day back catalogue is just as good and sometimes surpasses that that is deemed classic. Yeah, so what did I just play? Yeah, I know. Do as I say, not as I do. Of course, Iron Fist, the album, was the last record by the classic three-piece of Lemmy, Fast Eddie and Filthy Phil. It just goes without saying that when Lemmy passed away, it also spent the, you know, the end of the band. Mickey D has seamlessly taken his sticks to the Scorpions after spending the briefest of time uh, in Thin Lizzy. Phil Campbell, on the other hand, formed the Bastard Sons, which sported his, well, his sons. Uh, Phil has also got a solo album, Old Lion Steel Raw, coming out on the 25th of October through Nuclear Blast. Uh, guests confirmed for the record include Alice Cooper, Judas Priest Rob Halford, Joe Satchrani, Orange Goblin's Ben Ward, and Ugly Kid Joe Frontman Whitfield Crane. On the track, These Old Boots. Phil is joined by ex-Twisted Sister frontman Dee Snyder, Motley Crue guitarist Mick Mars, and former Slipknot percussionist Chris Finn. <laughs> This war ain't over, I'm in this war. 
I was surprised. Pleasantly, that is, actually, I was ecstatic. When on Jerry Ramone's Facebook page last week, I read, just when you thought you'd heard it all, dot, 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 surprise, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, dot, 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 enjoy it, exclamation mark, with underneath an audio video to give me more. A previously unreleased solo track. Clearly, it's a demo. A bit of its studio quality. I guess like me, you'd love to find out more about it. When it was recorded, where it was recorded, and who played on it. Sadly, that information hasn't been made available. Yet. who consist of Nigel Mogg, brothers Mick and Robert Cripps, Kent Holmes and Charlie Nice, or is it Nice? Second album, We Are Not Here To Help, is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 6th of September via Cleopatra Records. And off the back of it, the band will be over here in dear old Blighty for the There's Still Room To Rock and Roll Part 2, supporting the Dirty Strangers who I've just seen tonight with Rich Raggedy, but you'll hear about that on next week's show, um, during the middle of October. Sadly, the five dates are restricted to the southeast of England, three of which are in the capital. I, hopefully, will be at two. It's Dublin Castle in Camden, and two days later on the 13th at the Prince Albert down in Bryan. The first track to be lifted from said album is Take It All Away, that sounds remarkably like this.
bet you weren't expecting it to sound like that, neither was I. More Nancy Boy than Choir Boys, but still great stuff. Roll on, a new album, and roll on, October. Uh, remember last week, me telling you how disgruntled I was over the lack of 40th anniversary activity for the release of the Damned Machine Gun Etiquette? Well... Over on the Vive La Rock Facebook page last week was a post from, I assume, head honcho Eugene Butcher, saying that uh, he was, uh, well, someone was sitting here in the office on my own doing some writing on the damned for something special. Full details soon. So I replied, hopefully you are writing liner notes for the 40th anniversary release of Machine Gun Etiquette. To which these words were typed, I couldn't dare say, ha ha. It's probably for the new Best Of album, but the video accompanying the thread was this.
am going to be so disappointed. A band who didn't disappoint me last Saturday were the Dorellas who were supporting Waterloo at the 100 Club. Now, it was only a couple of weeks ago that I had seen them in the confines of the Hope and Anchor and described them as being loose. It's amazing what a week of gigs will do to blow cobwebs off songs, oil limbs, fingers, vocals and tighten things up. Now, I've seen the Dorellas in one form or another over the years, but I can safely say, Honestly, with my hand on my heart, that this was the best I have seen them. At the start of the year, uh, I also saw them at the 100 Club, headlining as part of the Resolution Festival, playing to a respectfully large crowd. Sometimes support bands don't play to the same amount of people as a headliner, uh, as people have to get to the venue, some stay in the pub around the corner, false economy if you ask me, whilst others are just plain lazy. Friday, however... You would have thought that Dorellas were the main attraction as the venue was almost uncomfortably full. New songs can't get her out and high-rise supersize vied for attention with staple fan favourites like Got Something to Say, which kicked the set off and the last notes of Stick It to the Man blasted and subsided out of the PA. Funnily enough, while singing along to Soho Hotel from the band's freak show mini album, I caught myself going into Who Will Save Rock and Roll by the Dictators. Take you for a fool 
speaking of the dictators, well, lead singer Handsome Dick Manitoba, as he will be, before the end of this year, releasing his first solo album called Born in the Bronx. I say solo, as Dick has teamed up with John Tiven for this record, of course. You want to hear something from it. This is Cooker and the Hit. Coming out of my mama, got a bad head start. his own podcast called You Don't Know Dick, the latest of which features an hour 
in conversation with Monty E. Melnick. If you don't know who that is, you are listening to the wrong radio show. Right, back to the gig in hand. Now, I did think that Waterloo would have to pull something out of the bag to top the Dorellas, and I'm not sure that he did. He called, maybe, but the Dorellas played as if they wanted it, whilst Walter played as if he already had it. Now, I didn't read the poster properly, as I thought the whole of the Heartbreakers one and the only album, like a motherfucker, was going to be played in full, in its entirety, in order. However, when Walter, guitarist Mick Rossi from Slaughter and the Dolls, Mark Laff of Generation X and Nigel Mead from the Duelists launched into One Track Mind and not born to lose, I realised my error, unless they were planning to follow the uh, revisited version. But with All By Myself up next, I knew it wasn't going to be. In fact, it was Songs From. Uh, With a nod to Mick's band, we were treated to Situations and Stranded, and uh, Four Chinese Rocks, and Too Much Junky Business, Jess Miller, from the men who will not be blamed for nothing, uh, who play guitar with Walter on past UK tours. Uh, Mark Reback from Slaughter and the Dogs and the Queen of Punk, Jordan Mooney, joined the band on stage. Now, this might sound a bit controversial here, but it was called Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers for a reason. Even though Walter and uh, Jerry Nolan contributed to the writing, it was Johnny's band, and to a degree Jerry's, I suppose. It was never going to be anybody else in the Heartbreakers, and that sort of came across. Uh, it might have been due to me never seeing Johnny live and watching the last remaining Heartbreaker perform those songs, just brought it home, and I never will. Let's just hope Remarkable Records have something in the pipeline. Pun well and truly intended.
Last weekend, I volunteered to review The Professor and the Madman live at the 100 Club album for RPM Online, which I truly did. Off the back of this, I also got the new Foxy EP, Can't Stop Us, to review, which to date, I haven't. I'll do it over the weekend, Dom. I promise. However... I'm going to give it my considered opinion here with a quick overview, thanks to the aid of their press release. This year sees the 20th anniversary of Foxy, who sport vocalist guitarist Lisa Parker Meredith, guitarist vocalist Greg Antissia, bassist Stu West and drummer Richie Mendez in their ranks. Stu West! I hear you cry. That's right. This is where the former damned and English dogs man has been plucking his four strings since he left the damned. Actually, I think he was already there before he left the damned. Uh, on the six tracks on offer, all but one have been written by Greg Antissia. The final one is the work of Stu called Devil Doll. In the studio for these recordings, tragically, for the last time, was Antissia's long-time friend and former bandmate, Steve Soto. This is Devil Doll. <laughs>
also, as part of the promo package, was the six-track X-Ray Specs tribute EP that's going to be strictly limited to 500 coloured 12-inch vinyl singles. Uh, For those of you who foolishly have dispensed with the turntable, shame on you, but not all is lost as the EP will be available as ones and zeros. I think I'm going to start a new segmentation called Covers Corner. Or maybe I won't. Anyway, the X-Ray Specs EP features I Am A Cliché and, of course, O Bondage Up Yours with a mashup of the two as the first track. The other three songs on this EP can also be found on the Can't Stop Us EP, which is a bit of a head-scratcher. Personally, I would have released it just as a 7-inch, the medley on one side and the remaining tracks on the other. Or, if I wanted to be really minimalistic, Cliché A, Bondage B. Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard, but I think...
Foxy will be over here in the UK as part of their own bondage European tour in October. Manchester Year Bar on the 5th, Leicester Duffy's Bar on the 6th and on the 7th at the Bird's Nest in Deptford. The next cover comes courtesy of Red Cross and yet another, as in full track from the band's Beyond the Door album that is due out next Friday. That's the 23rd of August, Future and non-rock radio UK listeners. The cover in question is Sparks' When Do I Get to Sing My Way that was originally on the Brothers Mail's 1994 album Gratuitous Sax and Sedless Violins. Red Cross says take... Apart from the lyrics, musically bears no resemblance to the original, which, as you know, I think is the way to go with regards to covers. No, no use in lecturing them or in threatening them. They will just say, who are you? Is that a question or not? When you see that the plot is predictably not new, but you still stunned at things you will do.
next is the police and message in a bottle. Can't have been the only one to hear the similarity between the subs. Keep on running, open brackets, till you burn, close brackets, and the police's message in the ball. I so wish that the subs track had come out first, so I could have another reason to view Sting with disdain. Funnily enough, I've enjoyed the story of the police, and I rate both Andy Summers and Stuart Copeland as musicians. It's just Sting that I can't take to, mind you. Neither could Copeland, who back in the 80s had his kits up so he couldn't see his bassist, with Sting is a cunt written on one of his drum skins. I got a message from Andy Nazir, true story, from Bournemouth, based band C30s, informing me that their new four-track digital EP, Shortage, was up on their bandcamp site. I've been lucky enough to catch C30s live down at the Anvil. Uh, when they opened for the Electric Shakes and the Curse last year. Sadly, the band don't stray too far from home. As you listen to this, they've just finished up playing the Chaplins and Celebar, and at the end of the month, they're at the Anvil with, once again, the Electric Shakes and Gorilla. Unfortunately, I'll be seeing the Hollywood Brats on said date, and let's not get started on the 23rd of November. From Shortage, this is Sergeant Wilco. Everybody's screaming because they can't afford rent. 
Well, that's me out of time, but with just enough to play the new Andy McCoy single, Seven Seas. Until next week, take it easy. Got the groove with this kind of girl.